live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you guys are doing well this morning, and I hope you guys had a good time watching Sean Farish and his new show, Ungoverned. He's completely killing it right now. It is... Outside of Live from America, the second most viewed show on the network. So I'd like to give a big congratulations and a big shout out to Sean and Brennan doing such a great job over there. Now in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. uh, Doing such a wonderful job. Good good job, guys. And uh, of course, we got Mike Crispy coming up next. And here's the cool thing about this network, guys. These guys, these guys and gals, they're so passionate about getting the news out. Mike Crispy's literally like on his deathbed today, sick as a dog from what I understand. And he's still going to the studio, still going to do the show. That's how much we love this country. So big shout out to Mike Crispy and hopefully God can give him the strength that he needs to get through his show today. So make sure you guys stick around for After Live from America and give him some love. Another person that we want to give some love to right now is my good friend, Ben Berkwam. Uh, he, uh, Made it to uh, East Palestine yesterday uh, after being at Asbury Revival. And um, so we're going to go to my friend Ben Berkwam now uh, f- for some footage that uh, that he posted yesterday from um, East Palestine, Ohio. In case you have not seen it, uh, here you go, folks. that video where the guy Jimmy yeah. Van yeah. does the stick. Yeah. It's only a couple miles that way. Okay. But today some guys took some water samples right over there and uh they did that little dredge, you know, at the bottom of this and you get the exact same effect. All right here. So all, all of this is contaminated. It bubbles up from the bottom. This is all downstream. All downstream. This would be the main collection for all of it. Wow. Okay. Wow. You might have some little tributary waterways, this is the main. but this would be like the main slush ditch of this. Wow. And then this goes all the way to Cincinnati, you know? Right. Wow, man. This is, I've grown up here. This is, that's like my church, them woods. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of the government saying that not, no big deal, basically not even showing up here? It. it speaks volumes and the fact that Trump's coming but Biden hasn't 
Man of the people. Man of the people. Massive, massive disaster. And where's Joe Biden? He's in Ukraine. He is allowing our country to be invaded on our southern border. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, nowhere to be found as America's falling apart. And where does Joe Biden go? To Ukraine, to secure their borders, to put their people first and America last. Pete Boot Edge Edge, Boot Edge Edge, right, as Sean calls him, okay? Boot Edge Edge, okay? Uh, Pete Buttigieg, where is he? Where's Joe Biden? Well, we know where they are. They don't care. But the, pro- the good thing about it is, is that we don't live in the same United States of America as we did six years ago. The people do not let the mainstream media get away with their lies anymore, and they skip right over the mainstream media, and they go right to the source. So the good news is, is that Joe Biden and Pete Boot Edge Edge, okay? Uh, they are being confronted everywhere they go about this now, and as they should be. And Pete Boot Edge Edge, Pete Booty Plug, as I like to call him, he's changing his tune real quick because I have a feeling he's on his way out. Thank you, Ben Berkwam. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, President Trump. Heading there with cleanup gear, cleanup crews, and fresh water. That's a man of the people, like the gentleman said in that video. Cleanup crews, cleanup gear, equipment, and water. Fresh water for those people. That's what a real president does. And that's who is the rightful president right now. So it's only fitting that he goes there before the sniffer and thief who's shuffling around Poland and Ukraine, wishing that his name was Bidensky, wishing that he grew up as a Polish child. Two months ago, it was Puerto Rican. A couple of years before that, it was black. This man is a man of many, many cultures, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden. Many culture, multicultural Joe Biden. That's what they used to, come on, folks. That's what they used to call me, folks. Come on, man. Uh, that's what they used to call me back in the day. Uh, 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 man of many, a man, 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 many a man, 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 man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he says, let's go to the rumble chat right now. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from the LFA family. We had one heck of a show this morning on rise up. We've got birthdays. We've got inspiration. We've got encouraging people in this chat. So let's go to the rumble chat right now. And let's do some shout outs before we get to the Lord. And before we get to the show, here we go. Calamore or Caramore, how are you? Good to see you. Let's slow down this chat. We go to the three right there. See, I want you guys to see this. You click that. Enable slow chat. It does take a few, uh, a little bit to kick in, but, but uh, it is enabled now. Rise Up was awesome this morning, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. That's all for the show. That's all for show. Oh, Biden going? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is all for show. I'm just crying. I have a daughter and her family. What is that? That's still going a little too fast for me to see. I have a daughter and her family in Pleasant Plain, four hours from Palestine. That is incredible. Wow. Man, that's... Well, we'll pray for your child. We'll pray for your children, okay? Maybell, how you doing? Good to see you. Man, that chat still goes fast, doesn't it? Barbara Peters, how are you? Moose for Trump. Well, that just goes to show you how many people we have chatting, folks. This is how many more people are in the chat now than there used to be. Uh, Tent City, Laredo, Texas. Good to see you. We had Southern New Hampshire in the building. How are you? Um, Terry Sue is in the building. Jess, 74. Kitten, 1948. Suzanne, 15, is in the building. How are you? Tina, how are you? Good to see you. Bad Moon, Cheech, 815. Are you with Chong? I'm wondering. Joe Bo is in the building. Good to see you, brother. How are you? Sanja Smith, thank you very much. 
Heather, thank you. Raphael is in the building. Race Mom is here. Heart MJ, of course, it's Rockin' Robin's birthday, so everybody say happy birthday to Rockin' Robin's. How about that? Uh, hold on, we got something else here. Jeremy, today is my mama's birthday. Her name is uh, Dwayne or Dejune? Dejuane? <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Dejuane? Dejuane? I don't know how to say it. I feel crazy, but happy birthday to your mother. Happy birthday, Dwayne, Dwayne. I don't know how to say it, and I feel terrible, but happy birthday. Uh, who else we got in here? Uh, Sue, 71, good to see you. And Ruby Slippers, ooh, click your heels together and wish Trump was back. Let's do that. Click, click, click. There's no, there's no man like Trump. There's no POTUS like Trump. There's no POTUS like Trump. Can we just keep doing that? Maybe it will happen. I don't know. Let's get to the verse of the day today, folks. It is a good one, and we had a great rise up. It is titled, Why Choose uh, Barabbas When You Can Choose Jesus? Why would you choose Barabbas when you can have Jesus? It doesn't make sense. And while I'm reading this, I will ask all of you to share to five platforms. That's our new job. Our new job is to share to five platforms, and our new goal is to get to 3,000 rumbles, or else we don't get the top 10 anymore. It's crazy. Why choose Barabbas when you can have Jesus? Verse of the day, Matthew 27, 20 through 23. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor said, or the governor again said to them, Pilate, which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with the Jesus, the one called Christ? They all said, let him be crucified. And he said, why? What evil has he done? But they all shouted even more, let him be crucified. They then later on, after that, a couple verses later, Pilate says, I wash my hands of this man's death. And they said, then let his death and his blood be on us and of our children. In that moment, in that moment, ladies and gentlemen, cursing their own people. The people chose a murderer over a sinless man. The people chose evil over good. The people choose sin over salvation still to this day. Why? They knew Jesus was who he claimed to be or else they would have just wrote him off the same way Pilate did at first. as just a crazy person that has no army, no weapons, and no real logical plan to destroy the temple or their sinful ways of life. They would have laughed him off. They knew how powerful he was and their hearts were so hardened towards him because they feared losing everything that they had obtained. They chose to kill him in order to keep on sinning and living a corrupt life. How's that any different from the people today? People know what they are choosing is wrong. People know that what they are being offered is, a, is one-sided, and yet they take the side of damnation and certain death. A life of unhappiness and loneliness. Why? A life of pain and despair. A life of hardships and disappointments. Why? It doesn't make sense, just as it doesn't make sense for the crowd to have chosen Barabbas over Jesus. People, this historic event shows that the world, what the world loves, what the world chooses day in and day out. Why would we choose a Barabbas when we can have a Jesus? That is the age-old question. And if it perplexes and bothers you, then imagine how much it hurts God. Today and every day going forward, I want you to choose Jesus over Barabbas. 
Every time the devil tries to offer you a Barabbas, simply decline and take a Jesus instead. I promise you that you will not regret it. Let's go to prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation of Barabbas, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Folks, do not choose a Barabbas when you can choose a Jesus. The choice is clear. Seems like a no-brainer. So choose Jesus today and leave Barabbas behind. Lift up your cups, ladies and gentlemen, and let's have our first sip, our first and foremost sip of Rise Up Coffee. Are you ready? I'm ready. I need you guys to share like your life depends on it. We don't quite yet have 4,000. We're looking for 5,000 views, 3,000 rumbles. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Fires, trains, lockdowns, oh my. Lockdowns, trains, and fires, oh my. Fires, trains, and lockdowns, oh my. Yesterday, I started out the show with you for, uh, for you talking about we, we are either under attack or we have complete idiots running our, our government. I gave you both sides. I gave you what I believe, and I gave you the devil's advocate portion of it. I backed up what I believe. I backed up the other side. I want, went all the way down into the pillars of where you could come up with either of these two uh, opinions, and they're the only two that exist. And there are, no, there are no pillars, there are no foundation to they are unqualified. The only pillars that exist, the only, the only true stable foundation for one of those opinions uh, dwells and resides on the side of we are under attack. Fires and trains and lockdowns, oh my. So here we go. More warehouse fires, more explosions at manufacturing plants, leaving two dead and several injured in multiple states just since yesterday. Just since yesterday. Now, Nancy, Nancy Ann 61 says, Jeremy, I believe it's both. I used to believe it was both until I found out how incredibly smart these people are. I used to believe it was both as well. Now I think it's just one-sided, but I respect that opinion. Let's get to it, folks. Just since yesterday, not good. Here we go. Two dead, three injured in another explosion at an industrial facility in Medley, Florida. How many people here live in Medley, Florida? Two individuals were killed and three more were injured Tuesday morning when an explosion and a fire devastated an industrial complex in Miami suburbs. According to footage obtained, from nearby businesses and TV news helicopters, the explosion that occurred in Medley, Florida, sent a large fireball into the sky and left multiple trucks and other vehicles in flames in the surrounding area. In Miami Dade, a Miami-Dade fire rescue spokesperson said that when crews arrived, they found multiple people who were on fire. Let me repeat that. Multiple people who were on fire. According to the Miami-Dade Police Department, two people were pronounced dead at the scene and three others were injured in the fire. According to police, two of the men injured were sent to the Ryder Trauma Center at Jackson Memorial in life-threatening conditions. Before the fire started, employees were confirmed to be working on some heavy machinery, according to the authorities. Quote, it seems that the company is a welding company. 
They were working on some heavy machinery. And right now, investigators are still trying to find out what caused the combustion. Now, I've got some video footage of it below. So we're going to go to that video footage now if we can. Uh, a couple different videos, but just kind of showing you helicopter and neighboring business um, video footage. This is from the helicopter footage right here, folks. Check this out. Now, again, let's say that this was just, it's a welding uh, facility. So, yes, it could be a welding accident. But again, it is our infrastructure that is breaking down at a massive speed, right? I mean, think about it. And I, and I agree with somebody in the chat, Kelly, who said these are crimes against humanity. If it is an attack, oh, you are 100% correct. It definitely is. It definitely is crimes against humanity if this is an actual attack on America. And I guess time will tell. Hindsight is the only way that we're going to be able to see that. Of course, you and I have foresight in this because we live it and we're the tip of the spear of it uh, every day. But we don't have a lot of power to do much about it except for um, warn the masses, be the Paul Revere's of our time. And yet when it's time to do something and do what we can around us, roll up our sleeves. That's what we can do and that's what we're doing. But it's, it, the, the, the scary part about this is, is our infrastructure at every level, like I told you yesterday, physical infrastructure, digital infrastructure, supply chain, economy infrastructure, it's all failing at the same time at, at speeds that I even thought were impossible. Here is another uh, video. Here's some more video footage uh, that was just released showing the moment when the industrial facility exploded, killing two and injuring three others. Let's go to that footage now. There it goes right there. Look at that. Look at the size of that explosion, you guys. Wow. Wow, what an explosion that was. Let's play that back for somebody who might not have caught that in the quick transition there. There it is right there. Look at that. Now, it's funny, you've got, the, uh, you've got our alphabet agencies out there, our terrorist alphabet agencies, which I like to call them, the FBI, all these people, the NSA. I'd like to know what they're doing about this because this can't be a coincidence anymore. Train wrecks, 12 already in 53 days, 4.33 every day. Or, I mean, one every 4.33 days. That's train explosions. But let's just talk about the food manufacturing plants. Over 200 in the last two years, where I think we're up to like 220. And now we're working on... Um, on industrial manufacturing plants, plastic plants, welding plants. Oh, but that's not it, folks. I told you. Fires, trains, lockdowns. Oh, my. Why don't we move about 1,500 miles or so north from that area to Brooklyn, where a lumber storage warehouse exploded massive Massive fire erupts at a lumber warehouse. I'll read you the story and then I'll play. This was, yes, folks, 10 a.m., 10 a.m. So from yesterday to today, yesterday till today, massive fire broke out in a lumber storage warehouse in Brooklyn, New York. At approximately 10.51 a.m., a fire broke out in a one-story lumber storage facility at 335 Hughes Street and quickly spread to a neighboring three-story commercial building, according to authorities. Wow. Now, I'm not saying fires don't happen, folks. They do. That's why every city has a fire department. But come on. Here we've got a president that's in Ukraine and a president that's in Poland wishing that his last name was Bidensky. Oh, come on, man. We've got Pete Buttigieg. 
doing nothing. Quote, there is a lot of stock within these three buildings, and that's what's taken so long to extinguish the fires. It's a heavy load of combustible, says Chief John Hodgins. Well, of course you've got a lot of stock. We need to have building material to grow, to build. Infrastructure being destroyed would mean that the one thing you want to stop is future business. That doesn't sound fishy at all, does it? Nothing surprises me anymore, folks. We've got video footage of this, too. We've got video footage of this, too. So let's go to this video footage now. The, uh, this is video footage of the FDNY operating on a fourth alarm assignment uh, to get rid of this fire, to stop this fire. But there's so, so, much, so much inventory. Isn't that? Sounds like the baby formula stuff, doesn't it, guys? Hmm. Hmm. A little too ironic, don't you think? Here we go. You guys sick of seeing this yet? I've got more footage here. Here's a uh, here's some helicopter footage. Here's some helicopter footage of that same fire. Let's go ahead and roll this one. Look at the smoke. I'm so sick of seeing smoke and chemicals in the air. I'm so sick of seeing trains derailed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, I know everybody said we're frozen, but we're back now, so just give it a minute. Okay? If you have to, you can just refresh, but if you don't even have to do that, all you have to do is just wait a minute. So we have 4,100 people watching in here. If you're just joining in while people are waiting for the video to catch up, we had some lagging there. What is that noise that I'm hearing? Oh, that was from inside. That was, uh, that was noise coming from inside the apartment because that was cell phone footage. Got it. My fault. So please like the video while everybody's waiting. Please click the thumbs up button. I need you to share to Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Getter, Gab, all of them, okay? Because I don't, folks, I really don't understand why you're not seeing more reporting on all of this. I really don't understand that. Why are we not seeing more reporting on this? Now, I'm not going to sit here and call out other news stations by name, at least on this topic. But I am going to say it's, it's really uh, disturbing to me as an American citizen that LFA TV seems to be the only, pers- the only company, thank you, Holly Ann, God bless you, we'll get it to him, that LFA TV seems to be one of the only companies that are covering the, the food processing plants and stuff. We've been doing this for over a year. And, and it just it does not compute to me why this kind of story isn't more appealing for these news stations. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the rumble chat while we're experiencing some of this crazy freezing right now. And again, folks, I don't get too mad about that anymore. I just kind of wait and I hold off. But let's see, freezing is really bad today. Yep, it just started. We got it. Thank you very much. Keeps freezing here too. You're buffering. Yep, we got it, guys. Thank you. There's nothing I can do about it. We're just got to wait for things to happen. Um, 
He said, wait it out if it freezes. That's really the only thing you guys can do. It gets so frustrating. Trust me. Best thing I can do is send an, an, a text message. So let's see if I can do that right now. I'd like to know if it's freezing on, on, on digital TV. I'd like to know if that's also happening on digital TV. So we're going to keep going here. Uh, they don't want the truth out. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, if, if, if anybody is uh, seeing stuff like this happening on Rumble, it isn't Rumble so much as it is Rumble being attacked. I can tell you that. Because one thing I do know is Rumble is attacked 24-7 every single day. All day. All day long. And so we just got to wait it out sometimes. That is why we just kind of hold back. I drink some coffee. We wait for it to go through. And then they, 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 they catch up with the attack. They fix it. They, they uh, repair it. And then we move on. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Fire stick is working fine. So that's, why, that's how we know, ladies and gentlemen, that it's rumble. Okay? Thank you, Bumblebee. Jay Merck says, not good. Yeah, it is. it's not good that all this is happening and nobody's reporting on it. I can tell you that. Happy Ash Wednesday. Oh, I forgot it was Ash Wednesday today. I did forget it was Ash Wednesday today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my wife and I, every year, at least for the last, oh, I don't know, um, I'd say four years, five years, at least for the last four or five years, we've been practicing uh, some traditions that other people don't practice. Like we, we, uh, we actually give up things for Lent. Jeremy, you're being attacked. No, I get it. Roxanne says, so you said it's an attack. Well, yeah, we're being attacked and we're being attacked. The, 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 the show is being attacked and the company is being attacked 24-7. You guys would never believe how much money that we have to, uh, why the freezing only on your shows? Come on now. Is it really that? Do we really have to ask that question? Come on now. We don't have to ask that question, right? Um, but we give up things for Lent. We give up things for Lent every year. And uh, that's actually when I started my diet last year. And then after that, not too long after that, Field of Greens came in. Which, you know what? This is a good time. This is a good time while we're, uh, while we're experiencing this freezing and this attack. Uh, which will be fixed in just a short minute, folks. Let's go ahead and uh, highlight Field of Greens because uh, Field of Greens has contributed to me losing 60 pounds. Hopefully it's contributed to all of you guys uh, losing weight as well. But uh, Field of Greens is your daily dose, your daily amount of uh, fruits and vegetables that you need, that God uh, intended for your body to have. And it's funny because when when you start giving your body what God wanted it to have and start repelling what Satan wants it to have, Everything about you changes, not spiritually, but physically. Field of Greens is one of those things that does that. So whether it be the regular, whether it be the wild berry, whether it be the lemon lime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go to fieldofgreens.com, order one of these, try it out, use the promo code LFA for the first time, you get 15% off. If you decide you want to continue with your uh, experiment with uh, Field of Greens or making it an everyday part of your life, you can sign up for a recurring order so you don't have to do it every month. And you'll get that same discount every month. Let's see what Rumble said. They're looking into it, but it looks so. It looks right now that we've got our uh, we've got our feedback. So it's good that we've got it back. Let's keep on going. Again, Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens promo code LFA. Now there are so many calls for Pete to resign, folks. 
There are so many calls for Pete Boot Edge Edge. Okay, Boot Edge Edge Booty Plug. I can't I can't do it like Kevin. I mean like uh, Sean. I can't. But I try. Boot Edge Edge. Okay. Um, there are more calls for him to resign. More lawmakers are saying this guy's got to get out of here. Uh, he does not belong here anymore. Pete Buttigieg, he's got to go. Um, I hope he does resign. And if he doesn't, you know there's a long list of impeachment criteria, said Representative Warren Davidson. More GOP lawmakers are calling for transportation. Trans, trans. Highlight that word, trans. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to resign with a House Republican from Ohio suggesting the GOP-led chamber should proceed with impeachment proceedings immediately if Pete Buttigieg does not step down. Amen. Florida Republican Senator Marco Tiny Hands Rubio wrote to President Biden, which we read last week. I mean, Resident Biden, I apologize. Buttigieg told reporters on Monday he plans to visit East Palestine when the time is right. When the time is right. So now we've got about, uh, let's see, I think six or seven congressmen and a couple senators calling on Pete Boot Edge Edge to resign immediately or else they're going to start impeachment proceedings. I agree with this move. But uh, let's see the change in Pete's tune, in his tone, what he's saying, what he's, uh, what he's uh, trying to uh, convey to the American people because it is changing, folks. It is changing. Let's let's listen to uh, Pete Buttigieg, and then let's see a uh, let's see what he does to a private person on the street who tries to record him on his cell phone. He doesn't like that. And you have said that you would visit East Palestine, uh, East Palestine when the time is right, but it's been two weeks since this dis- derailment. When is the time right? So I'm planning to go, and when I do, it will be focused on action, not on politics, not yes. on show. Uh, in the early days, I have been respecting the role that the independent NTSB plays and staying out of their way. But oh. we are now entering the policy phase of our response to this. Oh, the policy and phase. And NTSB continues oh, finalizing hold on. Hold their on. work. Do you think that East Palestine, Ohio residents are in the policy phase of dying? <gasps> Pete Boot at Judge. Do you think that the people of East Palestine, Ohio, are in the, uh, the policy process of their chickens dying and their, lo- their livestock dying, being poisoned, getting rashes, lifelong diseases? Pete Boot Edge Edge? Huh? What a disgusting pile of crap he is. Uh, this is the right time for us to be looking at immediate steps from USDOT. Oh, but, sir, you immediate. ran for president. You understand politics better than most, and you know the importance of showing up. So why not go sooner to show people on the ground the efforts being made by the administration? Well, again, the administration was on the ground from day one. I have followed the normal practice of transportation secretaries in the early days after a crash, allowing NTSB to lead the safety work and staying out of their way. But I am very eager to have conversations with people in East Palestine about how this has impacted them. And again, I've had very close, uh, very um, intimate conversations with the people of uh, East Palestine, how this impacts them. Oh, really? Oh, really? Then how come every time somebody's asked in East Palestine, it's not a very big town. Have you guys talked to Pete Buttigieg? No, we've not heard a word from him. No, we have not heard a word from him. Now, Bumblebee Patriot in the chat said something hilarious. Here's an entire list of, uh, of Pete Buttigieg's qualifications for being Secretary of Transportation. Number one, he's gay. That's it. That's it. He's gay. Do 
Do you wish you would have spoken out sooner? The reporter goes on to ask him. Let's see what he says about that. And I just have to ask, because it did take you a couple of days to respond publicly uh, or several days to respond publicly to this particular incident. Do you wish you would have spoken out sooner? Yes, I was uh, focused on just making sure that uh, our folks on the ground uh, were all set, but uh, could have spoken sooner about how strongly I felt uh, about this incident. And uh, that's a lesson learned for me. (laughs) What a loser. Doesn't he look like the... Hey, Eli, do you remember uh, Mad Magazine? Do you remember the little freckled-haired, red-headed, little dorky kid that was on that? Pete Buttigieg. Ladies and gentlemen, Eli, we got to make that edit. Make, take Pete Buttigieg, okay? Take his little gay face, okay? Take his little gay face and, 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 put, it, and put red head, uh, hair on him and give him freckles. He looks just like the kid up Mad Magazine. Pete Buttigieg, Mad Magazine, okay? He's mad. So Pete Buttigieg, he was confronted. Pete Buttigieg was confronted by somebody just on the street with their cell phone who wants answers. You know, an American who wants answers. Not a gay answer, just a regular answer. Okay? Looks just like the guy up Mad Magazine. Please share the video. We have 800 people to bring into this show before we reach our goal. I know you guys can do it. Let's watch Pete Buttigieg get so upset with being videotaped Recorded, whatever you want to call it, with a cell phone footage. He pulls out his cell phone. Ooh, can I get a picture of you? He says, oh, he gets so mad. Here he goes. Secretary, what do you have to say? Hi, how are you? Jenny Chair at the Daily Caller News Foundation. Daily Caller. What do you have to say to the folks in Ohio, East Palestine, who are suffering right now? Well, I'd refer you to about a dozen interviews I've given today. And uh, if you'd like to arrange a conversation, uh, make sure to reach out to our press office. Well, I can have that conversation with you just you don't have a message here. for them? I do, and I shared it with the press many times today. I'd refer you to those comments. Would you mind sharing it with us? No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. Are you going down there? <clears throat> What's that? Are you going down there at all? Um, yeah, I am. When are you going? Uh, I'll share that uh, when I'm ready. Okay, thank you. Can I get a photo of you? Can I get a photo of you? Can I get a photo of you? Says Fievel goes west. Says Mr. Bean. Says the little dorky kid on the Mad Magazine. Oh, can I get a photo of you? Why? Why? I'm not a man. Would you like a naked photo of me? Or my boyfriend, I'm saying? Would you like a a photo of my boyfriend? Why would you want a picture of me? Oh, because you want to identify me. You want to target me. A journalist for the Daily Caller. You don't like me now. I'm asking you very straightforward, serious questions. I'm not trying to do any gotcha moment. Did anybody hear a gotcha question there? Do you have anything to say? Yes, I said it in my statement. Well, would you like to say a statement now to my viewers? Nope, I'll refer you to that. Too bad, so sad. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, are you going there now? Yeah, I might. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have some personal time. Oh, I wonder if the people in East Palestine, Ohio, are trying to have some personal time. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, he doesn't like it, folks. He doesn't like it. Democrats not liking things, transparency. Wow, what a concept. Democrats not liking transparency. What a concept. You know what I think? I think Pete Boots, edge, edge, okay? I don't have my dummy. Where's my dumb, dumb award? Well, let's just pretend, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. There we go. I didn't actually grab it, so let's pretend. There we go, right in the dumb, dumb award. He gets the dumb, dumb award of the day. Pete Booty Plug. Some other people don't like transparency either. The entire Democratic Party, folks. 
Boy, the entire Democratic Party melted down yesterday. You and I were, uh, were upset that uh, Tucker Carlson and Fox News were the only people that got the 41,000 hours of January 6th footage. Now, we're glad that it was given to somebody. We're glad that if it was given to just one person, that that person is Tucker. We're not glad that it was given to Fox News in any way, shape, or form, right? However, the Democrats, the Democrat Party, the entire left, they're melting down that Kevin McCarthy gave it to Tucker because now it's a national security threat. They are now screaming at the top of their lungs, the Democrats, ah, ah, that it's a security threat for Kevin McCarthy to have given the 41,000 hours of January 6th footage to, to Tucker Carlson. Why would it be a security threat? Why would that be a security threat? That doesn't make any sense to me. Don't you want the American people to see the insurrectionists? Don't you want the American people to see in full transparency what Trump did? I mean, if this was an insurrection, Eli, if this was a true insurrection, don't you think that we would want to show the world how bad Trump supporters are? Oh, of course. We would want everybody in the world to see just how evil these insurrectionists, racist, bigot, Trump-supporting scumbag terrorists really are. Don't you? Sounds like to me somebody's upset. Sounds like to me somebody's scared. Sounds to me like an entire party is absolutely shifting their pants. That some transparency is going to get out there and show that the insurrection was not an insurrection. That's what I think. That's what I think. Democrat leaders joined by members of a House Select Committee that investigated the riot are warning that granting Tucker Carlson such access could ultimately reveal methods used by law enforcement to defend the Capitol complex. But here's the problem. That's such an, that is such an obtuse lie. That is such a cop-out lie and such a dog-whistle lie because the Capitol wasn't defended. That's the entire problem here. The entire cry is that the Capitol was overrun and it could not be defended. Well, the Capitol could have been defended if they would have taken Donald J. Trump's offer of the National Guard. But I was going to do a segment yesterday that I did not do, and I want to go back to that. What started the riot? What started the insurrection? I could tell you what it was. It was flash grenades and smoke bombs that were shot into the crowd from the Capitol Police. There was no breach until that moment. Nobody was trying to get into windows until that moment. Nobody was trying to get into doors that were unlocked by a magnetic lock at that moment. Everybody was just in a big, huge crowd. What caused it is the same thing that would cause if you sent in a lion or a tiger into a crowd, uh, into a crowded field of antelopes or bison. It would cause the same thing that you saw in the Lion King that ended up killing Mufasa, a stampede. So when you ask, what was the, igni- the ignition point? Where was the igniter? The igniter was the Capitol Police themselves. But the entire problem was that the Capitol was not defended. Who did not defend that Capitol? See, they're worried that granting Tucker Carlson access would ultimately reveal not the method in which 
you defend the Capitol, but it would reveal the method in which the Capitol Police, the FBI, the CIA, and Nancy Pelosi used in order to have people in the crowd to cause the riot to start to begin with. That is why they're scared, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me I'm wrong. If you agree with what I just said and you have not hit the thumbs up button, please do so. We need over 2,000 live now. So don't be one of those lazy people that sit back with my like, it's not going to matter. Like it. Don't be one of those people that go, you know what, I don't want to share this. I don't want to get suspended. No. Put on the armor of God and share it, folks. The time is now. Time is now. Meanwhile, while we're trying to, while, while, while the Democrats are saying that that's a national security threat, You've got Biden over there lying about air raid sirens in, U- sirens in Ukraine and telling the people of Ukraine lies so bad, folks, that it's going to get them all killed. Joe Biden literally tells the Ukrainian people in some little tiny rally that he has there, he can't even fill circles in other countries where they lie all day long. He's at some rally in Ukraine and he tells the people, basically, you're part of NATO. We are here to protect you for the long haul. You are part of America. You are part of NATO. No, they're not. And the people of Ukraine are like, oh, yay. Oh, we're part of NATO. We're going to be safe forever. And Eli had a good point, too. Let's bring Eli into this. Eli said, what do you think? How, how incredibly rude and evil and, 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 and nefarious it is to have those air raid sirens going off For show, now everybody there knew it was for show, but what about the people in the city? What about the actual Ukrainian people that were in the city who had to hear these air raid sirens go off? You think maybe they might have thought they were under attack? Wow. Wow. But this is him. Check this out. This is mind-blowing here. And let there be no doubt, the commitment of the United States to our NATO alliance and Article 5 is rock solid. They're not part of NATO. And every member of NATO knows it. And Russia knows it as well. An attack against one is attack against all. It's a sacred oath. Sacred oath to defend every inch of NATO territory. Folks, that's the biggest let there crowd. Be no doubt. Hold on. That's the biggest crowd Joe Biden's ever had. You want to know why? Because he's enriching every one of them. These people are rich out of your taxpaying dollars. They are making a life for themselves that they've never had. They're bringing America to Ukraine. Ukraine is not part of NATO, Joe Biden. What are you talking about? We're paying pensions now. All these people now are going to live forever for the rest of their lives on your dollars. We're paying their pensions. Listen. The commitment of the United States to our NATO alliance and Article 5 is rock solid. There is no Article 5 for them. And every member of NATO knows it. And Russia knows it as well. Oh, calm down, Dork. Attack against one is attack against all. It's a sacred oath. Oh, yeah, you're scaring scaring Xi Jinping and Putin. Yeah. And I'm not what I appear to be. Attack on a president. Oops. Sharded yourself, Joe. Before you know it, every Democrat here that cries when you share a video, that puts up a mad face, they're gonna think they're gonna think that NATO and Ukraine Ukraine is part of NATO. That's what they're gonna think. It's incredible. 
Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, while the Ukrainian people are living off of your taxpayer dollars, while their pensions are being subsidized by your taxes, I'm not lying, go look for yourself. While that's all happening, the economy here has gotten so bad that a record number of U.S. credit card debt has been built over the last two years. $1 trillion in credit card debt. That means Americans are living on credit cards, folks. Since Joe Biden has taken the controls, illegitimately and illegally, Americans have racked up a record $1 trillion of credit on their credit cards. Why? You think they're having fun? No. Folks, they're living on credit. They can't. We are so bad right now that most people aren't even living paycheck to paycheck. They're literally living on credit. $1 trillion of credit has been racked up since Joe Biden has taken the helm illegitimately and illegally, ladies and gentlemen. Another Biden economy failure. Another Biden economy failure. As a matter of fact, where's that? There's that sound bite. There it is. One trillion dollars. Wow, great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what segue I'm going to take right now. I'm going right into the Gold Coast segue because it doesn't make any more sense than it does. It's never made any more sense than it does right now. It's never made any more sense than it does right now. And again, Gold Coast can help you out in so many other precious metals outside of gold. Like our friend Patriot Donnie says, gold can be manipulated too. Be careful. Not as, not as easy as the dollar can, but it can be gold, silver, palladium, copper, oh, cobalt, precious metals, folks. Take your money out of the place where they can get to it constantly, even if you think it's in your bank, it's not safe, and put it in a place where they can't get to it. Precious metals, real estate. Now, I understand real estate does this, but it always does this, like gas prices. So give yourself an opportunity today to stop letting these people destroy your nest egg and go to goldco.com slash live, L-I-V-E, or just pick up the phone old school and dial 855-559-3433 and tell them LFA sent you. You'll get a free RA gold kit package and they will walk you through everything and they won't pressure you either. And if you're not ready, that's okay. They will put you on the steps to be ready. People can't afford day-to-day items, said Shan. Um, Exactly. We're borrowing money to send it to Ukraine. Hey, that right there was the most real statement that I've read all day. That right there was the most real statement by Terry Sue 55 that I've read all day. Please share the video. Let's move on, folks, because uh, Mike Crispy, sicker than a dog, still coming live next. That's how great this company is, folks. This company is growing into a real company of real patriots. No, nobody's here for, for, to be better than anybody else. Nobody's here because they think they're going to get rich. We're here because we're giving the people what the people are looking for. The same thing that they've always looked for, truth and the word of God. Jeremy, how can they have such a large crowd with a war going on? Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? VMAXter says my 401k is gone. I wish we would have been able to do something before everybody's 401ks went in the crapper, but we're trying. All right, let's go down to Florida, folks, because I don't know who here lives in Lee County, Florida, but boy, your, your, your Republican Party, there are some beasts. By the way, folks, we're at 1,490 rumbles. 
Can we break a record today and get to 2,000? All you have to do is like the video. If you can't like the video, all you have to do is build a quick profile and give us a like. I wouldn't ask you to do it if it wasn't that important. Let's get to 2,000. Lee County GOP invokes the Nuremberg Code, folks, and they call on Ron DeSantis to ban the bioweapon death jab. This is the most bold move by a county, a Republican uh, party in a county that I've seen pertaining to the vaccine, the death jab. This is awesome. And it's going to force Ron DeSantis to respond. It has to because they've invoked the Nuremberg Code. And they've got every right to do that. So this is going to force DeSantis to respond. How he responds will shape his decision on whether to run for president. The Lee County GOP in Florida is standing up for the preservation of the human race. What? Boy, talk about a way to start a story. Thank you, Frankie Stocks, for the story. The Lee County GOP is standing up for the preservation of human, the human race in calling Ron DeSantis to immediately ban the highly lethal COVID-19 death jab, which has been identified as a bioweapon. Oh, this right, folks, this is huge. This is, Eli, this is the short clip of the day right here. This is the short clip of the day. Lee County, we love you. The executive committee of Lee County, Florida, Republican Party, is invoking the Nuremberg Code in calling on uh, Governor Ron DeSantis to ban the distribution and the sale of the COVID-19 bioweapon death jab, citing the massive levels of death and vaccine injuries that have occurred as a result of Big Pharma and the U.S. government's orchestrated efforts to forcibly inject the bioweapon into the bodies of all Americans. Thank you. Lee County, Florida, Republican Party. (laughs) Folks, this is what I'm talking about. This is Big Bang MAGA. This is rising up. Now, everybody would say, how's this Big Bang MAGA when Trump is the one who did Operation Warp Speed? Look, Trump was in a rock and a hard place. He did what he thought was right. The man knows he made a mistake. I can't wait until he himself owns up to it and says, hey, I was tricked. I was robbed. I am so sorry. Yes, these are death jabs. I can't wait for the day that that happens, and I believe it will. Florida, uh, Florida, Florida Pack says, T-Pack says, I live in Lee County, Florida. Well, you are an awesome, awesome, you're in an awesome county, and we're going to go ahead right now. Let's just go ahead and give it to them. The Smarty Award of the Day, ladies and gentlemen, Lee County, Florida. Woo! Lee County, Florida, you get the Smarty Award of the Day because you are forcing your governor, whether he was Ron DeSantis or not, you are forcing your governor to address this. The Lee County GOP Executive Committee official officially passed a ban the jab resolution, which won the approval of more than two-thirds of committee members calling on Governor Ron DeSantis to ban, ban the sale and distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine injections called the jab. I, I, I don't know what to say. I love it. I love it. Ron DeSantis... Your actions on this, your response to this, will shape your future as a politician and as a public servant. Sir, I hope you do the right thing. For the future of this country, for the future of Florida, for the future of the human race, Ron DeSantis, we call on you to do the right thing. And we'll pray. And we'll pray. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, the woke NBA, the woke National Basketball Association, Got some low numbers today. I'd really appreciate some shares, guys. Uh, The Woke NBA has entered into a new strategic partnership with the CCP 
And this is another reason why you should stop watching the NBA right now. The Woke NBA enters into a new partnership with the Chinese company. The NBA has been insufferably woke for years now. They love to virtue signal for Black Lives Matter and they hate anything else in the world. And now they're entering into a new partnership with a company in China. A country that uses slave labor, poisons the environment, and even has what are effectively called concentration camps. It's all about money for the NBA. The NBA wants those dollars, baby. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That come from selling jerseys and sneakers in China. The NBA and Chinese fintech company Ant Group have entered into a strategic partnership in China to work on different projects like video content, broadcasting, and membership. Ant Group announced on Tuesday. China fans would gain access to NBA video content and Alipay, a payment app owned by Ant Group, the company said in a statement. The relationship between the NBA and the Ant Group will also feature joint marketing campaigns, digital collectibles, and other areas, according to the statement. Well, yay. Oh, I'm so excited to watch the NBA now. Be done with them, folks. Go woke, go broke, be done with them. And now let's get to this story real quick. But before we do, let's check in on the counter for Project Veritas, shall we? Folks, we are sitting around 1,175,222. Our goal is to get them to zero. However, we will be very glad if we can get them under a million by the end of the day. So if you have not unfollowed Project Veritas on Twitter, please go do so now for what they've done to James O'Keefe and their donors. Great move, guys. Great move. Moving on. Donald J. Trump, folks, is, is, uh, has, has finally said that we need to clean house of all warmongers in America. Last globalists in national security industrial complex. You know what? Nobody can tell you this better than Donald J. Trump. So if we can go to that now, let's listen to Donald J. Trump address stopping the warmongers and the globalists. Gotta love the man. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the national security industrial complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people, such as Victoria Nuland and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine toward NATO, not to mention the State Department support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world. And now we're teetering on the brink of World War III. And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it. And I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. Well, you've been wrong None about some things, too. None of this excuses <laughs> in any way the outrageous and horrible invasion of Ukraine one year ago, which would have never happened if I was your president. Not even a little chance. True that. But it does mean that 
Here in America, we need to get rid of the corrupt globalist establishment that has botched every major foreign policy decision for decades. And that includes President Biden, whose own people said he's never made a good decision when it comes to looking at other countries and looking at wars. We have to replace them with people who support American interests. Over our four years in the White House, we made incredible progress in putting the America last contingent aside and bringing the world to peace. And now we're going to complete the mission. The State Department, Pentagon, and National Security Establishment will be a very different place by the end of my administration. In fact, just into my administration, it'll be a very different place. And it'll get things done, just like I did four years ago. We never had it so good. We'll also stop the lobbyists and the big defense contractors from going in and pushing our senior military and national security officials toward conflict, only to reward them when they retire with lucrative jobs, getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Take a look at the globalist warmonger donors backing our opponents. That's because they're candidates of war. I am the president who delivers peace, and it's peace through strength. There was a reason we had no conflict. There was a reason we didn't get into wars, because other countries respected us. I entirely built all right from the beginning, rebuilt our military. It's a big reason for that. They didn't want to mess around with the United States, and now they're laughing at us. We could end the Ukraine conflict in 24 hours with the right leadership. At the end of my next four years, the warmongers and frauds and failures of the senior ranks of our government will all be gone, and we will have a new group of competent national security officials who believe in defending America's vital interests above all else. Thank you very much. I, and I agree with everything he said. And, and again, yes, uh, Trump is not right about everything, but he's right about most things. And hopefully, like me and like anybody else in the world, um, like me and like everybody else in the world. Hold on a minute. Hold on. I see somebody. Okay. I just, I thought somebody said something about trolls, but I like trolls. They're just lost souls. They're just lost souls. Um, what will make Donald Trump even a greater president? If he can admit where he was wrong, that will make him the greatest president of all time. And if you ask me, he needs to do that. If you ask me, he needs to do that in order to win. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, folks, Mike Crispy is up next. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Mike Crispy is sick and he's up next. So please go watch his show. Make his show the biggest show he's ever had. He needs about 1,500 live viewers for that. And also do not forget to like our short clips that I put up today. They're all really good. Have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Eli, tell Crispy to start his show. See you later, folks. God bless. Peace.
stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. As long as I'm living in pre-